Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zaslo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Monday, the 6th of March. Good to have you aboard. We, of course, are a Blue Wire podcast. And as always, presented by Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. If you've been involved in an accident, if you're dealing with an injury, you call 911 first, then you get an attorney on the phone immediately when you call Anna Jar and Levine. Glenn Levine, Mark Anajar, Ellie Anajar. I trust those guys. They've been behind me since day number one. So if you got an issue, I'm sending you right to them. They're going to take care of you. Best in the business. 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Got a great show planned today. We got a lot going on here. 
first, got to tell you a little bit about my weekend. First things first, though, great sports weekend, all right? Didn't get off to the best start where Friday night, of course, yeah, the Heat lose a, oh, a heartbreaker to the Knicks. Those, those damn Knicks. A heartbreaker on Friday night. The Heat lose right before the buzzer. But how about Saturday? 4-0 on Saturday. Canes clinched the ACC regular season championship with a thrilling victory against Pittsburgh. The crowd rushed the court after the game. What a moment. Canes win. The Panthers beat the Penguins in a must-win game on Saturday night. The Heat beat the Hawks on Saturday night. Good bounce back. Inter-Miami wins 2-0 against Philadelphia. They're now 2-0. 4-0 on Saturday. What a day. Saturday, one of the best sports days of your life. What a day. That's how the weekend got going right there. So obviously, had to start off celebrating that. But of course, I had a really good weekend as well. Couple things to hit on first before we get to the really important stuff. Number one, had a lot of momentum for me heading into the weekend because of my appearance on the Levitard show on Thursday morning. I really appreciate all the nice words. Everyone was so kind. Everyone seemed to really enjoy that, so that was really cool. So I had a good momentum. I was feeling really good about myself heading into the weekend. And then, I told you guys, I announced this on Friday, right? That I was going to be hosting. I was going to be sitting in the big chair of the best wrestling show in the world. Now, you guys know, I do It's Still Real to Me. That's under Zaslow Show 2.0. That's my wrestling podcast. New episode coming out tonight. We're going to react to AEW Revolution from yesterday. Me and my pal Joey Levin. So that's coming at you tonight. We're going to react to the big pay-per-view last night, All Elite Wrestling. But I told you guys on Friday, the biggest pro wrestling show there is in the world is Sirius XM's Busted Open. And I got to host Busted Open on Saturday morning with the great, with the legendary, with the innovator of violence, Tommy Dreamer, ECW hardcore legend. So I hosted Busted Open on Saturday morning. An amazing honor to be able to sit in the chair that the great Dave LaGreca, of course, sits in Monday through Friday. And I was super nervous about it. I told you guys, like, it's one thing... It's one thing to do my own pro wrestling podcast, my own pro wrestling show. This is a national show, and this is the big boys. This is a very, this is the premier pro wrestling show, Busted Open. There's none better. I've been a listener every day for years now, and for those guys to give me the opportunity to sit in with them, I was super nervous, because this is for real. And I gotta be honest... I'm thrilled with the way it went. It, it, I, I think it went fantastic. I was very, very... Now, the nerves are good. I was super nervous. But the nerves are good because the nerves mean it's, it's important to you and also means you're going to be focused and you're going to be, like, really ready to roll. And it was. And Tommy Dreamer made it super easy. The producers made it super easy. Uh, the nation calling in. The callers, everybody seemed pleased. We took callers several times throughout the three-hour show. That's another thing right there. I haven't hosted a three-hour show. Now, granted, there's commercials. I haven't hosted a three-hour show eh, six months since I was doing a four-hour show. So, I was a little bit nervous about that. Also, mechanically, you know, when I'm doing this, I'm doing Zaslow Show 2.0. You know, as far as my mechanics go, my radio mechanics, I can do whatever I want. This is me. This is you listening to me. This, this Zaslow Show 2.0, I can do whatever I want. 
But as far as radio goes, there are certain mechanics that I figured I'm probably going to be a little bit rusty. I think I was just fine in that regard. It's like riding a bike. You get right back on it. And how about this? First time ever. I've been doing radio almost 20 years now. Although I'm not doing radio anymore. This is podcasting. It's digital. But you understand what I'm saying. And in 20 years, Saturday morning was the first time I had ever done a show on a station that was not local Miami. That's crazy, right? First time ever. So that was a really cool experience for me. First time I was ever not doing Zazzle. I mean, yes, I hosted on the Heat, broadcast over the Heat for 13 years. So that's not my show. That's their show. And I'm, I'm hosting that, you know, like I'm driving that pregame, halftime, postgame. But so it's kind of similar to that, but that's not my show. So I, I got to fit in. I don't want to fit out. I got to fit in. And I was really, really pleased with how it went. I was super thrilled. I had a really good time. I hope there are more opportunities. I would love to do it again. So we'll see where that goes. I don't know. But even if it was just the one time, I'm very, very happy. It was a great day for me. Really, really fun opportunity. I'm so pleased. And, and again, all the really nice messages that a lot of folks, maybe there are some new listeners here to Zaslow Show 2.0. I appreciate you subscribing based on my appearance on Busted Open and based on my appearance on The Levitard Show. I think we probably got some new subscribers, new listeners to Zaslow Show 2.0, and I love that. So make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment. You do all that good stuff. That's good for the algorithm. I don't know how the algorithm works, but I know it helps make me the money. So tell all your friends, tell your family, and I'm super appreciative to have the continued listeners and to have the new listeners. So this weekend, last few days, real good momentum for Zaslow Show 2.0. We got a new sponsor. I told you about that over the weekend. I was at Broward Meat and Fish. We'll get to that coming up. That was their grand opening in Margate on Saturday. Gave a couple pairs of heat tickets away, courtesy of Johnny Cuba, of course. So like I said, we'll get to that coming up in a little bit. And we got another couple sponsors who are going to be joining the show real soon. So things are things are growing, all right? And it's all because of you guys. It's because of my current sponsors who have been with me. And continue to stay with me. And it's, of course, because of the listeners to Zaslow Show 2.0. So, I had a really fun weekend between Saturday, where our teams went 4-0. Between hosting Busted Open on Saturday morning. Friday night, my son, Corey, Weston Select U14, remain undefeated in league play. 1-1 tie, a little disappointed they couldn't get that win. 1-1 tie against Juventus on Friday night. The only goal my son gave up was a penalty kick, uh, like, late in the third quarter. Those PKs are impossible. So hard to stop. So, my son allowed a penalty kick. It was the only goal he gave up. Otherwise, made a handful of other saves, including a great save on a free kick. I put that video out there on social media, of course, where I'm an influencer. So, pleased about that. And yesterday, my younger son, Jordan, who plays basketball at the JCC, a little rec league. And, and I'm assistant coach there. And our head coach, if I could tell you, what a play he drew up in the final seconds there. You'd think I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there next to Eric Spolstra, where final seconds of the game, and my son's in the game, final seconds of the game, we're ahead by one. There's about five seconds remaining. We're inbounding it in the backcourt. Again, ahead by one, side out in the backcourt. Line them up. Everyone stay still except for one kid who bolts into the front court. And I told him at the, at the, at the timeout to be a 50-50 ball. 
Win it. Just come down with it. Come down with the ball. Draws up the play. You got the one kid who bolts. Everyone else stays still. The entire defense froze. He was all by himself to catch the pass. He laid it in. Probably should have dribbled out the clock. That's okay. We're talking kids here. He laid it in. Go ahead by three. End up winning the game. Time runs out. Boom. There you have it. So, I'm telling you. It's like I'm working next to Eric Spolstra there. Excellent play call in the final couple seconds. They're drawing it up on the board. The kids all follow directions to perfection. So, we got a nice little team there playing on Sundays at the JCC. I had a very good weekend. So, there you have it. And finally, if I could also add real quick. Took my family. Packed them into the car. Actually, it was just me and me and my two sons, and my older son brought his friend. But nonetheless, packed my kids into the car yesterday afternoon. We're going to go see a nice family-friendly film called Cocaine Bear. Of course, a nice family-friendly film. I loved out my younger son, once the movie got going, he say, he's 11. He turns to me and goes, you got to explain some things to me. I'm not following. So I had to explain, that guy's the drug dealer, and he's making those guys go into the bushes go into the forest and, and recover all the cocaine. There's lots of cocaine there. So I, I had to explain a little bit to my younger son. He, he wasn't following the story, the very complicated story of Cocaine Bear. You know, he's not, he's not well-versed in, in the drug game. So I had to explain it a little bit to him. That movie's fun, though. That movie was silly as hell. That movie's a lot of fun. There's no way you come out of Cocaine Bear like, I didn't enjoy that movie. That movie sucks. No, the movie's stupid and silly and fun. You come out of that movie like, eh, that's a nice thing to do on a Sunday afternoon. So that's what we did yesterday. We had a good time, of course. Like most families, I take, uh, I take my boys to go see Cocaine Bear. There you have it. So that was my weekend. We're going to talk to Rajah Bell today, our friend and former NBA player, longtime veteran. He's going to join us coming up because I want to talk about the John Morant stuff with him. That's the biggest story in the NBA right now. A disaster that the Grizzlies are dealing with with this John Morant. We'll get to that coming up. First, though, I want to talk about the Heat. So, the Heat are back in action tonight. They have Atlanta. That's right. Second straight game they're taking on the Hawks. After tonight, they got two more games on this homestand. It'll be two straight games against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Quirky schedule here, but I like it. So, the Heat will look to take both these games against the Hawks, which is important because the Heat right now, they're kind of entrenched in seventh, the Heat. They're three games back. They're three losses back of Brooklyn at number six. So now, you, as much as you want to focus on jumping up to number six, you really got to focus on holding off number eight. Because if you're going to be in a play-in, if you're number seven or eight, you only have to win one game. You get two chances to win one. But if you're the seventh seed, you get two chances to win one, and both games are on your home floor. So you want to stay in that seven spot. Right now, the Heat are a game up in the loss column on Atlanta. You can get yourself some breathing room if you win this game here tonight and you go two up on the Hawks. So that's what we're looking at right now. But you go back a couple nights ago, and the Heat, they're reeling off of a tough loss against the Knicks. So the Heat win that game Saturday against the Hawks, but let's go back to the night before. So the Heat, they lost the first game of the homestand, real disappointing against Philadelphia. Now you got the Knicks, and this was a fantastic game. A raucous crowd, lots of Knicks fans in the building. I watched the game late because my son had a game on Friday night. And then when I got home Friday night, I had to watch wrestling first 
because I'm hosting Busted Open on Saturday morning. So I watched SmackDown. I watched Rampage. Cody Rhodes. Roman Reigns. Anyway. And then I put on the Heat game. So I'm watching the Heat game late on Friday night. Not that late. But I'm watching the Heat game late on Friday night. And I'm into it. And I'm watching with my younger son. And we're watching the finish. I watched the whole game. But we're watching the finish. The Heat fought. Like, the Heat are down like 10 points the whole game. And they're chipping away and chipping away the whole time. Really fun game. Tyler Heroes having a huge game. And then with about 30 seconds remaining, with the Heat down by one, they get a big steal. 118. Brunson lost the ball. Hero stole it. 26 seconds left in the game. Hero drives it. Hero scores. Okay, so Knicks, no timeouts. The Heat go ahead by one. Tyler, again, was fantastic. And he was fantastic down the stretch in this game. So the Heat now are ahead by one. No timeouts for New York. And the Heat are D'ing up Julius Randle, who, by the way, at this point in the game, has 40. He can't miss. Julius Randle, he's bobbling the ball. Jimmy Butler switches on to Julius Randle and, and is about to force an incredibly difficult shot with no time remaining. Randle on the drive. Stripped by Butler. Randle gets it back. Randle puts up a three. Bang! With seven tenths of a second remaining. Oh, I was so bummed. And, and here's the thing. Such a difference between... And look, this is, this is all of us when we grow up, right? If the Heat lose that game that way to the Knicks when I'm younger, I'm taking the remote control and I'm throwing it through the television. And then... I'm picking up the television, and I'm smashing it on the ground. I was a maniac when I was younger. And if the Heat are going to lose games like that, and to the Knicks, if the Heat are going to lose like that, I'm smashing my TV. I told you, that's why when I was younger, I used to watch the games. I used to have to put the portable house phone and the remote control on the other side of the room so when something bad happens, I don't grab them and chuck them at the television. I used to have to move the, the objects... To the other side of the room. And and Friday night, it's just, oh, and I got my hands on my head and like, yeah, I was so bummed. But it had me thinking, wow, you've really matured, player. Because you would have smashed a hole in that television not that long ago. So your, your boy's all grown's up. That's the moral of the story, right? Your boy's all grown's up. But, and here's the thing. Julius Randle, obviously it's an insanely difficult shot. He's really good at that shot. That fade, number one, fade away, but like that kind of fading three-pointer, he's really good at that shot. He did it again to beat, I think, the third quarter buzzer last night at the Celtics. And we'll get to that coming up. We got our NBA rundown coming up, brought to us every Monday. Our NBA weekend rundown brought to us by Brunt Insurance, bruntinsurance.com. Make sure you get your home covered. You don't want to get caught in a jam. We'll get to that coming up. But Julius Randle's really good, actually, at that shot. Such a great game. Such a tough finish. And then the Heat don't even get a final shot off. Kevin Love, his pass is intercepted, inbounding it in the front court, tried to get it to Jimmy, gets stolen away. And, and that's, that sucks. That's, that's the worst part, right? Is not even getting the shot off. Well, the Heat come back on Saturday. They really dominate the Hawks. They were ahead by 21, I think, at one point. The closest the Hawks got was five. 
He'd had to hit a couple solid shots there in the fourth quarter to keep the Hawks at bay. Trey Young was terrible. I almost feel like Trey Young was checked out. Like, something's going on with Trey Young and the Hawks. You got new coach Quinn Snyder, but lots of rumors there about whether, like, the teammates may hate Trey Young, and he's kind of a coach killer. So, I guess we'll get a better look tonight, although here's the thing. You love these back-to-back games here in Miami, where the Hawks have been here since, like, they got here Friday night. So the Hawks have spent Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they spent three nights here in Miami, downtown Miami. Tonight could be a South Beach flu game for the Hawks. And the Heat needs some breathing room. So I think you're going to get another big performance by the Heat tonight. The Heat play the Hawks really well. The Heat play Trey Young really well. I'm interested to see how Trey Young plays tonight. I think that's important. So just a, a crushing loss on Friday night. Good bounce back by the Heat on Saturday night. The Panthers, great win Saturday. Must win a game against the Penguins. Kicked their ass. Won 4-1 to that game. They were fan- just dominated the entire game against the Penguins. That was a must-have game. The Panthers go into tonight's action. And the Panthers don't play again until tomorrow. They're hosting Vegas. But the Panthers go into tonight's action. They're three points back of the second wildcard spot right now held by Pittsburgh. Four points back of the first wildcard spot held by New York. And the Panthers have a game in hand on the Islanders. All right? Plus... You got Buffalo, Ottawa, and Washington all tied at 68 points with the Panthers. So, like I told you, it's really seven teams. Then you got Detroit, who's three back of the Panthers. So, it's seven teams fighting for two spots. Let's see if any of those teams are in action tonight that we can keep an eye on. Yes, Buffalo is hosting Edmonton. So, we need a Buffalo loss there. Ottawa's at Chicago. We need an Ottawa loss. Washington is at the LA Kings. We need a Washington loss. So while the Panthers are not playing tonight, there's a lot of action going on in the National Hockey League this evening that pertains to what the Panthers are doing. They're back in action tomorrow night. Uh, They're hosting the Vegas Knights. Inter-Miami, they also won on Saturday. A 2-0 win. Excellent start to the season. First time in four years in franchise history. Inter-Miami, 2-0 to get going. You love to see it. They're home again in two weeks, but of course this Saturday night they play their third game. It'll be their first road game of the season. Very excited. I didn't go Saturday night. Very excited though for Inter Miami's start to the season. You don't want an inaugural season ticket holder, right? You guys know that, right? All right. Anyway, so we're going to talk to Rajah Bell coming up, former NBA player, and I want to get his thoughts on what's going on with John Morant. So if you're not aware of what's going on with John Morant, here's what happens. So my son. My son tells me on Sunday morning, my 14-year-old, and he says, hey, you see what's going on with Ja? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I know that, you know, there's a lot of controversy going on where his his crew was accused in, uh, you know, threatening the travel party of the Indiana Pacers uh, with guns, and there was a a laser pointer, possible gun there. The NBA investigated. They, they, They could not find anything to, you know, substantiate the claims. But look, the security officers there in Indiana, like those guys are, you know, the heads of security. Those are like former FBI guys. Like they know what's what. And they were claiming, yeah, it was a gun. So you got that situation. You got a situation where it was a Washington Post, I believe was a story last week that talks about a police report that was filed 
however long ago, a few months ago, where John Morant beat, apparently punched a 17-year-old 12 times outside his home. There was a basketball game going on, and then was brandishing a gun as well. Ja was claiming it was self-defense. Ja admits to punching the 17-year-old, but he was claiming it was self-defense. So we're beating up 17-year-olds and flashing guns there as well. And then my son told me, amidst all of this controversy that's surrounding Ja right now, that he was on Instagram very early Sunday morning at the club flashing a gun. And I'm like, no. Indefensible. Obviously. Completely indefensible. And now you get John Morant, who was initially sent away for a couple games to, you know, like reevaluate things and focus on his mental health, you know, focus on his stress level and, and his mental health. Like, we'll, we'll get to that part in a second. But now you had Taylor Jenkins, the coach of the Grizzlies. Now it's been changed to he's going to be away from the team indefinitely. I think John Morant could be in some real trouble here. Because if John Morant is traveling on the team plane, and we'll talk to Raja about this kind of stuff. If John Morant was traveling on the team plane with a gun, there are bylaws with the NBA, with the CBA. If that is found to be the case, and maybe this is why now they've changed it and Taylor Jenkins changed it, he's going to be away indefinitely. John Morant is in very, very big trouble. Very, very big trouble, if that's the case. And we'll see what the NBA, you know, we'll see when the NBA finally decides to come out and talk. Because listen, I haven't heard anything from the NBA. Has the softest commissioner in professional sports, Adam Silver, come out and said anything yet? You have to imagine it's coming. I mean, I would suppose they're gathering all the information before they come out here. But this is a league, all right? That is all over social issues, right? And, and good. That's a good thing. The league is all over social issues. And one of their biggest stars in the league, one of their biggest young stars in the league, John Morant, very high-profile player, has now been involved. Some of them allegedly, some of them confirmed, has been involved in several incidents in a row now Involving guns. In a country where guns are a major issue. In a country where kids are being shot in schools. Guns. John Morant, involved in all these controversies right now, decides, you know what's a good idea this morning? I'm going to go live on Instagram with a gun. It's an uh, it's an incredible amount of stupidity. I, just, I, I can't even fathom it. So where is the softest commissioner in sports? The players commissioner. The commissioner of the sports, the commissioner of the league, where player empowerment is the first order. Where is the softest commissioner in sports when we're dealing with social issues all the time in that league Rightfully so. And now you have one of their biggest stars on Instagram again with a gun. Where is the softest commissioner in sports? Or do the players really run everything when it comes to the NBA? Now, like I said, 
I'm sure they're gathering the information. But the NBA is going to have to come down very hard on John Morant. Better do something. Better do something big. We'll talk to we'll talk talk to John Morant. That'd be amazing. We'll talk to Raja about this. I want to get a former player's perspective, you know. But here's also the thing: like, you got lots of people, obviously, that are angry at Jaw, pointing the finger at Jaw. But you have a lot of people like, yeah, you got like, I hope he gets the help. I hope he gets help. He's got to focus on you know his stress and his mental you know situation right now. This has nothing. See, the part that bothers me is here. There are real people in this in this country who are struggling with mental health issues. This isn't necessarily a mental... I don't want to say it's definitely not, but this is an issue of someone acting stupid. This is not, I'm stressed out, let me go make an Instagram with my gun. It really is insulting to those who have actual mental health issues. This is an issue of a kid being stupid. And you know how I stand on this. You know where I stand on this kind of stuff. If I'm the Grizzlies, I move on from John Morant. I'm not saying you cut him. That's stupid. I would trade him. I would. You get a lot for him. Now, maybe not today you get a lot for him, but you get a lot for John Morant. I move on. This isn't just about athletics. So it's just about sports. This is about any business. I can't employ this level of stupid. He has shown an incredible level of stupidity to be involved in these kind of controversies. And now this is what you do. You go on Instagram live with a gun. I can't trust this person. I can't trust this person to be the face of my franchise, let alone I can't trust this person to be under my employ. I got to move on from this person. I got to get different employees. I got to get different guys under me. I move on from John Morant. I can't employ this level of stupid. And yeah, 23 years old, he's a kid, he's young, he's going to do dumb things. No, stop it. Stop it. At 23 years old, you're not 10. You're not 11. You're not 8. You're not 9 years old. You're 23 years old. That's a man. I remember what being 23 was. I did stupid stuff. I totally did stupid stuff. I didn't decide, you know what I'm going to do this morning? I'm going to go on Instagram. Yes, there was no Instagram back then. I wouldn't have decided I'm going to go on Instagram and I'm going to flash a gun. And Shannon Sharp said it. We're like, John Morant's working backwards. Now, I don't know what it's like to grow up in a tough situation and I don't, I don't think this was John Moran's situation, by the way. I think he comes from a good family, went to private school, all of that, which makes it even weirder. But I don't know what it's like to grow up in a tough spot. And then you, but you hear all these stories. Grew up in a really difficult situation, and he got out. And now look at him. Now he's in the NBA. Amazing. John Morant's working backwards. He's got the amazing situation. And he wants to throw it away. And it doesn't even seem that... He was that kind of kid or from that type of living situation. So yeah, if I was 23 years old and everyone was watching me and I was a big star, 
I'd be doing, and I'm about to get hundreds of millions of dollars, and I'm the new face of Nike. I'm doing everything in my power to make sure I'm always on best behavior. Because I'm not a child. I'm 23. I'm a grown-up. And if he's making these kind of decisions, I can't employ this kind of stupid. I gotta move on. I gotta move on from this kind of stupid. You don't cut him. But I, w- I would absolutely get rid of him in the offseason. You get a lot for him. You gotta, you gotta cut bait. You gotta move on. You don't know what's next. But I, I do find it offensive where he's got to find a way to deal with the stress and the mental health and he's going to step away and focus on himself for a little while. This isn't a mental health situation. This is an incredibly stupid decisions situation. And it's insulting for people who do actually deal with these type of health situations. This is a person behaving stupid. That's what this is. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And it's fr- like, and no, like, I'm not sympathetic to Ja. Not at all. Don't be stupid. He's being stupid. It's like, I'm, yeah, I'm, you don't need to get help to make sure you don't flash guns and threaten people. And in this country, with everything we have going on, with the, with the guns, with the bullshit, I don't have the patience for it. I just don't. I don't have the patience. And I'll tell you what else. And this won't be answered. But I'll tell you what else. You know, LeBron. LeBron a few nights ago, and I saw this too. Saw the video of uh, the problem with Jon Stewart. And Jon Stewart, it went viral. And Jon Stewart is sitting down with a senator, a Republican senator. And they're talking about the gun laws being loosened. And Jon Stewart just eviscerates this guy. It's, it's a pretty amazing sit-down. And LeBron retweeted it. Because it's amazing. And obviously LeBron is all for, I mean, I imagine that's why I retweeted it, is for gun restrictions. I, it's crazy not to have gun restrictions. Why, why would anyone not be for it? I don't want to get into that. That's neither here nor there. But LeBron retweeted that a few days ago. So that's something he's interested in, obviously. Somebody finds interesting, obviously. Well, a couple months ago, Jerry Jones, the picture of him in the background segregation way back when in Arkansas, and LeBron got right up there in front of the media and chastised the media. Why hasn't anyone asked me about Jerry Jones in the picture with the segregation? And was all kinds of angry about it. Why haven't you asked me about this? 
which there'd be no reason to ask LeBron about it because it's a different sport. It's a guy who was in a different sport. It's this idea that anytime someone's involved in that type of situation, someone involves race, no matter what sport they're in, apparently we have to ask LeBron. So LeBron was really angry about that, right? Chastising the media for not asking him. Somebody's got to ask him about John the gun, right? I mean, LeBron... Now, LeBron's not going to be talking to the media anytime soon because he is injured, so he's not going to be available to the media. But if gun control is something that LeBron is interested in, and clearly he is because he retweeted that video with John Stewart a few days ago, somebody needs to ask LeBron about John Morant flashing guns if we're interested in gun control, right? So somebody needs to ask LeBron, or LeBron's going to chastise the media for not asking him, right? Somebody needs to ask LeBron about it. Come on. Who's going to step up? So we'll see. I don't expect it. But if you don't ask him about it, LeBron's going to chastise you. I'd like to know what he has to say about John Morant just flashing guns. This is some, it's an important issue to LeBron. He let you know this is an important It should be an important issue for everyone. But he let you know this is an important issue. Somebody needs to ask LeBron about it. Someone's got to ask him about it. So over the weekend, everybody settle down. Let's take a second here. So over the weekend, of course, I told you guys, Newest sponsor to the show. Everybody welcoming aboard Broward Meat and Fish. They had their grand opening this weekend in Margate. That's right. I'm telling you, I've never seen... I was there on Saturday. I was there with Johnny Cuba. We gave away a couple pairs of heat tickets. Johnny Cuba was giving away their, their picante sauce with the finest Jamaican peppers. Those were flying off the stand there. They had their tent. Everyone was picking up some of that hot sauce. I love it. I'm telling you. Well, one of the places you could pick it up, of course, along with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Broward Meat and Fish. And they had the grand opening this weekend in Margate. I was over there. I've never seen... It's a full supermarket. We'll get to that in a second. I've never seen a better selection of meat and fish than at Broward Meat and Fish. Newest location. This weekend was the grand opening in Margate. If you love good food, you're in for a treat. We all want the best quality when we're prepping for our next meal, you know? Broward Meat and Fish, that's your one-stop shop for all the fresh meat, fresh seafood, produce, complete selection of groceries, frozen foods, freshly prepared hot food, deli meats. They'll make you boar's head sub, cheeses, wine, so much more. I'm telling you, this weekend at Broward Meat and Fish, it was a madhouse, by the way. It was packed. You had to wait for someone leaving to go get a cart. I did a full shop. I'm telling you, the selection there, meat and fish, you've never seen anything like it. You got the butchers and the fishmongers there, full-service meat and seafood counters. They're preparing your selection exactly the way that you want it. And another thing that I love about Broward Meat and Fish, they have specialized in serving the Broward, the Broward, they have specialized in serving the Caribbean and Latin community here in South Florida for over 30 years. They have all the products that remind all of us where we come from. The shelves are stocked with international brands from Jamaica and Haiti and Mexico and Brazil and Colombia and Argentina and Peru. You're getting the flavor you love at Broward Meat and Fish. Go to BrowardMeatandFish.com. You'll find the location nearest you and, of course, the newest location in Margate. All guests on Zaslow Show 2.0, of course, are brought to us by our beer of choice, Johnny Cuba, European roots with a Caribbean soul. Start your evening, maybe your afternoon. I don't know what you got going on with a refreshing German lager in a can. You pick up a six-pack at your local Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco y Mas over the weekend at Broward Meat and Fish. You know what I'm talking about. 
Johnny Cuba, official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. And don't forget their mantra, stay tranquilo. Joining us here, uh, we're talking a lot of NBA today, obviously, is our pal, former longtime NBA veteran, Raja Bell. You're here, of course, on The Ringer. Raja, always good to have you on here, man. And uh, I wanted to talk to a former player, you know, about the uh, unfortunately what's the biggest story in the league right now, and that's what's going on with John Morant. Let me tell you how I experienced the news, okay? I picked up my son on Sunday morning from his friend's house, all right? And he's certainly on Instagram a lot more than I'm on Instagram, you know? He's 14, and he says to me, he goes, hey, did you see what happened with Ja? And I'm like, well, I mean, I, I know stuff's been going on recently, you know? Like, he, he you know, uh, punched a, a 17-year-old uh, who was claiming that he brandished a gun, and you got the situation in Indiana with the pot with the travel party. Maybe there was a laser pointer. I don't know. And now my son says to me, he was on Instagram this morning, flashing a gun. And my initial reaction, goes, no, because I've always had this. I've had this impression of Jaw. Great kid, great representative for the league. Good-looking kid, talks really well, plays a fun style of game. His father's very involved. He loves watching him play. I'm like, this is a great kid, you know? And now you got this controversy around him recently. And then to add to it, we're doing the IGs with the flashing of the guns. I was so disappointed, Raja. Yeah, brother, listen, I I was too. i um a big John Moran fan myself. I, I've been lobbying for John Moran to have a signature shoe, like, I was like one of the first people to start beating the drum. Like my kids really enjoy watching him play. And I think he's super exciting. And I've, I've been saying this um, as it pertained to the Memphis Grizzlies as an organization for a while. Um, and, and, and certainly Ja as the face of that would fall into that category, but now it's specific to Ja. They have to grow up um, their team. You know, it's got a lot of stuff going on around it. Even when they're, you know, winning games, it's a lot of chirping, a lot of AAU kind of vibes is the way I would call it where, there's just a lot going on for for what should be a professional, you know, team that has aspirations of winning a championship. But and as it pertains to Josh specifically, um, you've you've got to understand that you are the face of a, of a city, of a franchise, and potentially of a league. And while no one begrudges you kind of having people around you and staying true to your roots in terms of what you do behind closed doors and, and, you know, like what the family likes to do when they get around in holidays and stuff like that, that's fine. But you have a responsibility in the public eye to comport yourself in a way that is representative of these things that you're trying to be the face of. And he needs guidance. Um, I don't know who that is. I'm certainly not pointing finger and placing blame, but there are a lot of people within his camp individually within those Memphis Grizzlies camps that have at least from the outside looking in allowed him to, to act. This doesn't happen overnight. Zaz. This is, this is a series of behavior. This is a, this is something once you've been in power to do it and no one has checked you at the first check stop, then you proceed to the next check stop. And if they don't check you there, then you keep going. And so someone in his camp or multiple people in his camp have to express to this young man, like what, what it is to be a professional, what the optics of this are, what you are potentially putting on the line the amount of people that are in business with you that this affects. Um, and he doesn't seem to understand that right now. And so hopefully it's, it's, it's um, a suspension like he's currently serving or someone putting their foot down in a way that holds him accountable that, that gets him to kind of understand because it would be 
so unfortunate to see someone who's got all of this at his fingertips and and is still so young and and I expect to continue to lead teams to to really cool heights in the NBA put himself in a position where people have to say hey no thanks but no thanks and you never think it's going to happen until it happens but you get so hot eventually and we've seen it you know over the last few years with people that you wouldn't think would be dropped by brands get themselves in such a situation where a brand is forced to walk away what do you think can you explain what's going on there around the player around the team when people say you're hanging around the wrong people he's got like i know his his crew was banned from the arena in Indiana because something happened during the game. And then, of course, something obviously happened after the game. The league investigated. They said they couldn't figure out what happened or what have you. But laser pointers, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you were on those early Sixers teams with Iverson where people, I think, were saying that kind of stuff about Iverson and the people he was hanging around. So what what does that look like? What does that mean when people are saying that? Well, I think, you know, Alan, Alan had a community that he represented that stood up for him. Alan had a lot of stuff, if you remember, coming into the draft um, or coming out of high school, sorry, where, where, you know, he was he was in prison for a bar fight. And there were a lot of people that stood up and had Chuck's back. There were a lot of people that 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 were, were backbones in probably his his story. And so once he made it, you know, it was it, he felt the responsibility to to have, you know, those people with him um, in a way that was was great. I enjoyed it. I like to have my friends around when I played, guys who who always had my back and made it easier for me to get the practices and shielded me in some cases from from trouble. And, you know, like, hey, not him. He's He's got something to do. So, you know, there are people that you feel responsibilities to, and so they're around. Now, the bigger number of people that are around – just, I mean, this is just regular life, right? The more chance there is for someone there to be doing something stupid or being a knucklehead. And the reality of it is, in a lot of those cases, in most of them, their names aren't going to be the ones that flash on the headlines. No one's going to be talking about them on Instagram. It's going to be, you know, you because you were with them. And so I think, you know, Chuck, uh, that was his thing. I never really wound up with them on any given night where someone in, in Allen's inner circle was doing something inappropriate. Um, I had, you know, nothing but good vibes hanging out with them and, and, and seeing the people that, that, um, he grew up with and, and how they all had, had moved on to this next phase of life together. And that was really cool. And I think Alan would even tell you, he'd probably be a better person to speak to it than me, but I had it on a smaller scale where there were certain people in my camp. Once they kind of revealed that they weren't necessarily professionalizing themselves like we were, that's not a word, but, um, uh, we have to have this conversation because everything that you do is going to affect me. Like they were friends of mine um, that, you know, really close friends in some cases, you know, super close people where you'd have to make a choice. Like, I don't know what's potentially in this vehicle. I, I can't get in it and ride with you because if this vehicle gets pulled over and I'm in it, um, you know, one's going to care that I wasn't driving it or that I didn't know what was in it. And so you have to make those calls. I'm sure Alan had to make those calls. And Jaws at a point in his career where he's got to sift through that friend base in a way that protects himself and protects his brand and 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 protects his stature in, in the league. What do you make of, you know, when I feel like there's look, there's a lot of people, obviously, who are upset with Jaw and rightfully so. I mean, the blame goes toward him. But then you also get 
a lot of defending where it's, it's 23 years old. He's a kid. I mean, Raja, I was 23. Sure. You were 23. You're raising three boys who are going to be 23. I'm raising two boys who are going to be 23 one day. Raja, at 23 years old, I knew the difference between what I'm supposed to do and what I'm not supposed to do. I wasn't seven years old. No, you're not seven years old, um, certainly. But I, I would say this, while, while I'm not defending him, at 23 years old, I, I was an idiot. I mean, and you you then compound that by being an idiot with money and and the world kind of at your fingertips because people are willing to kind of bend a rule here or there or, you know, give you access to something that you ordinarily wouldn't have access to. And, you know, the problems can kind of spiral from there, right? And so, but I agree with you. John Morant is, is, is old enough. Um, John Morant has to do, look, I mean, for any number of, we talked about this on our podcast the other day, just the fact that you're having people over that you don't know to your house, you know, as as the face of a franchise and the face of a Nike campaign and they're playing pickup ball, you play pickup ball with people you know, bro. Like people who, who you know and you trust for any number of reasons, but, and you certainly don't have them all over to your house. Like that's a combustible situation. You're just asking for trouble. So the decision-making, um, you know, it, 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 at 23 years old, you don't have a lot of perspective. You came into the league. Your star had a meteoric rise. It seems like the people around you are are riding with you in a way that that is kind of enabling somebody in his camp. If he is not able, and he should be able, I'm not deflecting or, or taking blame off of him, but if he is not able in a responsible, adult-like way to make these decisions and sift through this, someone in his camp needs to. Now, the NBA, as of us having this conversation right now, has not had any kind of ruling yet. I think it's coming. I think they're they're gathering all the information because the thing that's really standing out to me here, Raja, and maybe you could speak a little bit better on this than I am uh, or than I can. That video was him with a gun, not in his home state. It was in Denver, Colorado. I'm sure they're looking around to whether or not did he carry a gun, A, across state lines, which is a federal crime, uh, B, was it on the team plane with him, which is going to be a major, major issue, or, you know, maybe it was someone he was hanging out with in Denver and it was their gun and it wasn't even his, which is going to be a pretty important distinction here. Uh, the, 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 the first two that I mentioned right there are super serious questions that are probably uh, needing to be answered right now, right? Yeah, the look, the NBA is vetting this out and digging into it in a way that very few people from the outside could understand. The resources at the NBA's disposal in terms of being able to figure out what you were doing, when you were doing it, who you were doing it with, how many times you did it are immeasurable. They will get they will get to the bottom of it. And again, as a John Morant fan, I do not know him personally. I really hope that he wasn't transporting a weapon across state lines or or anything like that, because if they find that out, it's then their responsibility to act accordingly. And that's not going to be pretty for Ja, for Memphis, for the NBA, quite frankly. And so, you know, look, I I heard Stephen A say it. I've touched on it. I've kind of beat around the bush a little bit today on it. Um, but I'll just go out and say I, I am. I love my boys. I, I want to be the best dad and the best friend to them as I can be. My dad is my best friend. My dad was not my best friend when I was 17, 18, 19, and 20 years old. His job was to keep me in line. He was my dad. And so 
I don't know that that's not happening. So I'm not placing blame, but it has to happen. No, you're it right. Like it's got to happen. You've got, we got to get control of this. You're right. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, looking on the outside, I mean, you see the father dancing around, drinking hand, having a great time all the time. We don't know that he's also not being the father no, behind the scenes, be. but yeah. but yeah, like maybe he's not. Maybe they're maybe we're having a little bit too much fun and we're being buddy buddy, you know. Uh you're right. You're right. And listen, that's that's intoxicating. I'm not gonna like on a level again that very few people, unless you lived it, can understand. When you when you get the world at your fingertips as a player. And then by by extension, your family is pulled into that world and they are now seeing and being treated in ways that they've never be, been treating like treated. That is that is something that people can can fall into and feel like they're above situations very quickly. So that's not that wouldn't be a unique thing in this situation. I, I just really hope that someone there and I think it starts with dad. And if and if dad can't, then someone who does have his ear in that way has to get control of this because it, it it's just He's too good of a player. He seems like too nice of a person to to be going down this path. And I hopefully it's early enough on the path where you can get him off and put him on another. A couple of things for here, here, Raja, real quick. Uh, Saturday night, did you watch John Jones? Were you into that? Um, no, I I didn't watch it. I was busy being an Uber driver late night, but I did see I did see it post fight. So I know what happened. Aren't those the days? Oh my God, driving around the te- the the early teenage boys everywhere. The hardest part about it, Raja, my older son, he's got last year. It was the bar mitzvah circuit year because he was thirteen last year. So I got to pick him up every Saturday night. It's not so bad that we're the Uber driver. It's that I got to sit in my house and stare at the clock until it's 11, 30, 12 o'clock. And then get up and go pick them up. I'm tired. I want to go to sleep. No, that's the, it's, it's the absolute worst, right? And I mean, I can't even have the I can't even have my bourbon and sit there and watch a game in a way that I would that I would like to because I'm responsible for go getting you knuckleheads in a couple hours. Finally, here the Chris Rock special aired on. It was either Friday or Saturday night. I have yet to watch it yet. Did you watch it yet? I have not watched that yet, but I'm very interested to see what Chris Rock is talking about. I mean, he's well, he's the the big thing that everyone's waiting for, obviously. He's had a year now to respond to Will Smith. Uh, and apparently he did in this special. Yeah, so. Like I, I have something to watch tonight. Yeah, yeah. Apparently that's uh, very polarizing, though. Some people loved it. Some people didn't love it. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to watching that as well. Uh, Raja, tell everybody how they can hear you, of course, on The Ringer. Go ahead. Absolutely. We're on The Ringer NBA feed. We're, we're a show called Real Ones. We're on Mondays and Thursdays. Logan Murdoch and I um, – we break down NBA stuff, but more more importantly, we're there to have fun, kind of give you an inside look. We do a little storytelling. We're not X's and O's necessarily. If we need to be, we will. Uh, but it's basically vibes on our show. So check us out. Monday, Thursday, real ones, NBA ringer feed. How about those hurricanes? Can they make a run in the NCAA tournament? Yeah, right. Those hurricanes can make a run. Coach Laranega does it as well as anybody in the business. Amazing, right? Amazing season Ooh. they've had. Really cool stuff. Uh, great job, Raja. Appreciate you as always, man. Always fun to be on, brother. Great job there by Raja Bell, of course. Again, you can check him out on The Ringer. Always great when he appears on the show, giving us some perspective there on what's going on with John Morant, which is the big story, unfortunately, in the NBA right now. Heat back in action tonight. You guys know that. Heat and Hawks looking for that uh, short little two-game sweep and trying to gain some distance between them and the eighth-place Atlanta Hawks. But a lot happened. In the NBA over this weekend. You guys know that. So every Monday, we have our NBA weekend rundown. That's courtesy of Brunt Insurance. 
and financial services. That's right. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, they deliver that comprehensive insurance and financial solutions that are tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specialized in home, auto, life insurance, a whole lot more. I've been using Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance for about 10 years now. I got my home insurance with him, so I know I got that peace of mind. God forbid something happens. Storm, flood, I don't know. But the point is, I don't have to spend my nights awake wondering what am I going to do if something happens because I trusted Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance to make sure that my home is covered. Don't just go out onto Google, put in home insurance. No, no, no. The market is really confusing out there. Let Brunt Insurance, the whole staff, sort it out for you. Fully licensed. They know the area. I already told you, Pensacola to the Keys and beyond. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. That's 954-589-2204. Like I said, I use Brunt Insurance. I've been covered by Greg Brunt and his team for about 10 years from now. So you know that if I'm using them, it's good enough for you guys as well. He's taking care of me, all right? 954-589-2204. If you need affordable care, you need coverage for your automobile, your motorcycle, your boat, hey, that's Brunt Insurance as well. Again, don't just leave it up to yourself and go all willy-nilly deciding which insurance to go with. No, let Brunt Insurance and Financial Services make sure that you're covered. They'll know what you need. You'll tell them everything you're looking for, and they're going to make sure you get the best coverage out there. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Let's get to our full NBA rundown from the weekend. Friday night, we got a few things to go over here. How about Boston? Boston's struggling right now. You know, for most of this season, we're sitting there saying, all right, Boston Celtics running away with the Eastern Conference. Yeah, not so much. Boston now finds themselves two back in the loss column of number one Milwaukee. First on Friday night, Boston blew a 28-point lead at home to the Brooklyn Nets. Jalen Brown with 33, his 17th 30-point game of the season. Bridges connects. Mikkel Bridges is blossoming in Brooklyn. 38 tonight. Yeah, Bridges had 31, uh, 38, excuse me. Brooklyn comes all the way back, won that game by 10. That's a bad loss for the Celtics. Phoenix beat Chicago that night by 21. Why are we mentioning it? Well, the Suns are rolling now with Kevin Durant. And also on Friday, the Kings aren't going away. DeMontis Sabonis was at the free throw line at home late against the Clippers. Sabonis puts Sacramento out in front by one. George. For the win! Clippers held on to the lead. A turnover and then free throws for Sacramento. And the Kings pull away 128 to 127. So the Kings, they're not going away, man. The Kings, 37 and 26. They're number three in the West. You know, I don't think enough people talk about the Clippers being a massive disappointment this year. They're a game over 500. They're 34 and 33, eight in the Western Conference. They very likely could be a playing team. But the story there is the Kings, a 128-127 win over the Clippers. 
Pigs may be for real. How about that? Well, on Sunday night, last night, the big game was Phoenix and Dallas. That's right. Why was that a big game? It was Durant versus Irving. And these teams don't like each other. As evidenced, uh, Devin Booker, Luka Doncic, they don't like each other either. Well, late in the game, it was a two-point game. The Mavericks, Luka Doncic, he missed essentially a bunny. Here's Luka Doncic driving, spinning on a Kogi, getting deep, creating space, missed the shot! Durant gets the rebound. Doncic was upset he missed the shot, but he didn't foul Durant until another second went off the clock. And now Durant will shoot. Free throws at Devin Booker and Doncic go face-to-face. Well, you know what? It's Wainwright has to step in. It all here. You see Durant getting the rebound after the miss by Doncic. Then he commits the foul. Now just watch, he's upset. Now you can see right there. You, you, you see Booker is yapping at him right now. And that caused that caused that incident right there. Yeah, and after the game, Luke was like, Yeah, it's real easy to talk after you've won, you know, when you're in the lead there. And and if you're watching the video, Luca ran like once he heard whatever Booker said, Luca got right up in his face. Luca loves that shit. He is about that. He loves the trash talk. I think he's the wrong guy to be going after with that kind of stuff. He loves it. I hope these teams play in the playoffs. They hate each other. Devin Booker talked about it after the game as well. Eh, well, you know, you talk about everybody being friends, being friendly. Yeah, I like it, Devin. This this is what I like. I like you guys not liking each other. All the hugging and kissing. Ah, makes me want to vomit. I want more of this kind of stuff. So Phoenix won that night, 130, last night, 130 to 126. The Suns right now, fourth in the West there, they're a couple back of three. They're a couple ahead of five, so they're kind of entrenched in that spot right now. Dallas, they're number seven right now. A big disappointment since the Kyrie Irving trade. Major disappointment. They're only a game over 500. They're 33 and 32. Milwaukee last night beat Washington 117-111. They picked up an extra game. We'll get to Boston in a second. Why is this interesting? Milwaukee beating Washington. Who cares? Well, in the closing second to the game... Giannis Atetokounmpo, he was one rebound shy of a triple-double. running out of time. Kisberg off the mark. Another rebound there to Giannis. He's going to finish one rebound shy of a triple-double. And that'll do it. Oh, he got it. Does that count? <laughs> it's got it, right? Uh, Ricky Davis style. Ricky Thanks, Davis style. Yep. Excellent reference there by the color analyst. That was Ricky Davis style. Deshaun Stevenson back then, he didn't like it when Ricky Davis did. He ran up to him, he shoved him. No one's going to do that to Giannis. Very cheap. Giannis just very politely threw the ball off the glass in the closing second. Gets the rebound. That's his 10th rebound. Cheapest triple-double you're ever going to see right there. And finally, last night, game of the night. It was on ESPN as well. Double overtime, closing seconds. The Knicks lead the Celtics by two. This is the set he ran, hitting that game-winning three against Philadelphia. Tatum, kicks, Horford, no, that's it! The Knicks outlast the Celtics in Boston, 131-129 the final. So the Knicks hang on and win a thriller huge game from Emmanuel quickly. The Celtics now drop a game and a half out of first place in the Eastern Conference. The Knicks now have won nine in a row. Very unlikely the Heat are going to catch them. The Heat are four and a half games back of the Knicks. The Knicks are one back 
of number four, Cleveland. The Knicks are looking like a team that could win a first-round series. I, I hate the Knicks. It's always at the Knicks. But look, I do believe league's better when the Knicks are good. It's been forever, but it's fun when the Knicks are good. That's You want the Knicks to be good so the Heat can play the Knicks in the playoffs when they're good. And you can get some kind of animosity. I love it. So anyway, the Knicks, they've won nine in a row. I don't love that because I hate the Knicks. It's always after the Knicks. But you got to give them a little bit of credit there. They're looking like a team that could win a first-round series. So that right there, some of the big games from over the weekend, that's your weekend NBA rundown, as always, on Mondays, brought to us by Greg Brunt and Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. Make sure if it's your home, your car, your motorcycle, your automobile, you need life insurance, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, bruntinsurance.com. I use them. You're going to use them too. 954-589-2204. That's 954-589-2204. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. You know how we do it here. We wrap up every show with big deal or not a big deal. If we haven't been able to get to it so far in this show, we'll make sure we get to it here to close. Big deal or not a big deal. So this weekend... First time ever, Netflix live stream comedy special, Chris Rock. Chris Rock, very polarizing special this weekend. You heard me mention it there with Raja. He hasn't seen it either. A lot of people loved it. A lot of people didn't. He's had a year to come up with the jokes about Will Smith. I saw Chris Rock about six months ago. Uh, actually, probably a little more than that. He didn't touch on Will Smith. Wasn't doing any of it. He wasn't going to get paid to do it. And he got paid this weekend, and he talked about Will Smith. So I'm going big deal. I want to watch that Chris Rock special. That's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. Saturday night, John Jones made his return against Cyril Gaon, who had been undefeated. John Jones' heavyweight debut. He submits Gaon in the first round. And afterward, in the post-fight press conference, one of the reporters asked him about Francis Naganu tweeting at him. Uh, do you have a response to Francis Ngannou referring to himself? Francis is a big old Oh, it's a very bad word there. John Jones using the P word. It rhymes with Ussi. That's a very bad word right there. I'm going big deal. John Jones being back is obviously good for the UFC. You're kind of waiting. All right, he's going to screw it up again. He will definitely screw it up again. But John Jones being back in the UFC, that's a good thing. He's super polarizing. He's maybe the best ever. Uh, 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 John, if France, Francis Ngannou can eventually come back to the UFC, he left over money and that kind of deal. That's a major, major, big, big money fight. I'm going big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. I saw a trailer this morning for the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. It's animated. It's animated. It's animated. It's like a younger version of the Turtles. Seth Rogen, I think, uh, it's, it's his movie. I would imagine he, he's... I don't think he's one of the voices, but I think he's, like, the executive producer, maybe. It looks awesome. Looks really fun. I'm going big deal. It's coming out in August. I'm into this new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Big deal or not a big deal? Last night, AEW Revolution. Make sure you're listening to It's Still Real to Me. A new episode drops tonight. We're going to recap last night's pay-per-view show. But in the main event, 60-minute Iron Man match where MJF, top Jew, he retains his title against Dan- against Brian Danielson. Well, early on in the match, MJF ran out of the ring. He was stalling. He was killing time. And he hopped the rail into the crowd. 
He's yelling at fans. At one point, there's this woman, this mother. She's standing. Apparently, it was a, a it was a cup of tequila. He took the cup. He dumped it on her son. The kid looked like he was maybe like 10, 11 years old. Dumped. Now, you thought it was water. Doesn't matter what it was. I think it was tequila. Dumped it on her son. And apparently, the kid was very upset. They ended up bringing the kid backstage. MJF didn't interact with him. MJF, he lives that kayfabe life. He, he's a heel in and out of life, all right? But they brought the kid backstage, tried to make it right. He met some of the wrestlers. The kid was very upset, apparently. Dumped tequila on the kid. That's a big deal. That's a heel. I got no problem with it. I really don't. AEW does not promote themselves as a family show. There's a lot of blood. They do not try and make themselves out to be a family show. I think you have to understand that when you're a parent. And especially if you're a parent and you're sitting that close to the ring, you have to you have to tell your kids. You have to let them know what's happening here and that it's all part of the show. I don't have a problem with what MJF did there. I like that AEW did try and comfort the fan. That's a good job out of everybody involved. So I'm going big deal. I love that stuff. Finally, big deal or not a big deal, the New Orleans Saints, they have a new quarterback. He is called Derek Carr. Derek Carr signs with the New Orleans Saints. That means the New York Jets, they're, they're going to be all in on Aaron Rodgers. I think that was their plan anyway. Why did you let Derek Carr leave the first time? I think they want Aaron Rodgers. I think it's a major mistake. So I'm going big deal. Aaron Rodgers, you don't know if he wants, you don't know if football's in the forefront of his mind. The conversation he's having right now about potentially retiring and doing douchebag darkness retreats, we're going to have that same conversation in a year from now. Derek Carr, maybe not as good today as Aaron Rodgers, but in a year from now, he may very well be better than Aaron Rodgers, and he's certainly going to be playing football for you much longer than Aaron Rodgers. I think this is a major bungle by the Jets. It's a good job by the Saints. I'm going big deal. And that right there is another addition of big deal or not a big deal. Yes! What a way to start the week! Make sure you're listening to a new episode of It's Still Real to Me if you're a wrestling fan. We'll be recapping last night's AEW Revolution. Excellent show. Again, I'm riding high right now. I had a great weekend. Loved hosting Busted Open on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel 156. Appreciate all the nice words that a bunch of you guys have thrown at me. If you're a new listener, new subscriber, because of my appearance on the Levitard Show, because of hosting Busted Open this weekend, oh, you guys are awesome. Really appreciate it. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that stuff. Thanks, of course, to Raja Bell for joining us today as well. Can we start the show tomorrow with a heat victory over the Hawks from the previous night and getting fired up about a Panther game against the Vegas Knights? Is it possible? Can we start Tuesday morning like that? Thanks to everybody involved in putting together a great show today. You guys were all excellent. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. 
And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. You know, when my wife and I became homeowners, I mean, keeping the Zaslow Mansion safe, that's not an easy task unless you call Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your home, your motorcycle, your car, your boat, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, their team has the expertise and experience to find the right coverage for you, including comprehensive policies for both trailers and motorhomes. Let their team help you learn more about your policy options so you can make an informed decision that's not going to keep you up at night. Bruntinsurance.com. When it comes to home, renters, and condo insurance, your options, hey, it, it, it can be dizzying. Don't worry, they specialize in making the confusing crystal clear with their fully licensed team helping you along every step of the way. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204.